Hello, adventurers. You have found Homebrew Heels, a Nat One Life podcast. I am one of your hosts, hostesses, Amanda. <laughs> My sister Sarah and I will be talking you through some of the Nat Ones we've rolled in the medical health areas of our life. We are not medical professionals by any means, although I personally have watched quite a bit of Grey's Anatomy. We will be sharing our experiences, how we're advocating for our health, what the experience is like in all its details, good and the gross, the cost of the adventure, and most importantly, how we are working to stay happy and motivated through it all. Journey with us and start to find your way through this net one Your goals are the roadmaps that guide you and show you what is possible for your life. What do you think about that quote? It gives me a nice visual. Yeah. I'm definitely a person when I read or listen to like an audiobook and I hear something like that, I can see it mm-hmm. in my mind, right? But I love that because I think that um, your goals are just something that you're you're always going to have hopefully our goals um so when we were looking up these quotes this is a great transition because we're looking up these quotes and we saw all these amazing ones and one of them was from c.s lewis and you found this one and he says you are never too old to set another goal or to dream a new dream and that kind of falls in line with the guidepost idea yes i i love that quote by c.s lewis i'm so happy i found it but You're right. I'm the exact same way. I am somebody who can definitely visualize in my mind uh, to the point like I'm somebody who can see images and pictures and whatnot. And so when I hear your goals are the roadmaps uh, that guide you, I automatically can envision like the steps that Mm -hmm. it will take to get to my end goal and whatnot. Mm -hmm. You know what I actually just visualized when you said that was, um, for those dorks out there like us, a Catan map. Oh, where yeah. It changes. You know, mm-hmm. it flows based on how the tiles are placed. And <clears throat> there's always a foundation. And, you know, I really think about that as like our, you know, um, morals and values, you know, those values that we set for ourselves. There's always that foundation, but the path can look really different. And we could all be going towards the same or similar goal, but how we get there is totally different. Yes, exactly. So uh, you think of Catan, I think of the train game (laughs) and how you have your your destination. Ticket to Ride, Mm -hmm. thank you. That's the actual name. Um, Yeah, where you have your your goals, you know, you pick the routes you want to try and accomplish. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, unfortunately, it, it doesn't pan out, but you have all these different options of getting to that goal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that I think brings up another quote that we found, which is if you want to live a happy life, tie it to a goal and not to people or things. Yeah. And so sometimes just like in ticket to ride or the train game, as it's affectionately called, (laughs) I think in like everybody's house that owns it. um, 
is there's obstacles that come up, right? And a lot of times those can be people or relationships yeah. or jobs or, you know, material things or money. And if it's about the goal and not about those things, then you'll always find a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you guys might be- not get the most points, but you'll always find a way. <laughs> for those that are gunning it for those wild cards, yeah, mm-hmm. you have all those black cards in your hand you could be using yeah exactly yeah like why yeah and that is one of the that brings up the last quote and then we promise we promise there's no more so we also found set your goals high enough to inspire you and low enough to encourage you and i find this really important especially with the new year 2021 this is so hard to do though especially if you can be a dreamer yes and it's like I want it all now. I can visualize it. I can see it. I just want it to happen tomorrow. And I don't know if it happens with age because wisdom, you know, and realizing that's just not reality or jaded, (laughs) jaded. You've been beaten down enough by the world that you realize, you know, that's not going to happen. But I think that, you know, from a business perspective, one of the things that you did really well this year from our Etsy shop was to set attainable goals and it was because of that thought process Mm -hmm. where it's our goal our end goals are high enough to inspire us but then those steps to get there are low enough that we're encouraged to achieve them yeah yeah I am somebody who's like a full believer in those mini goals to work towards the end result the the big picture Yeah. And so um, there is really interesting science behind your mental health and goals. And there's so for those listening, there's a reason why we're talking about goal setting on pursuing your Patronus and that will, you know, with the new year for some comes this sense of renewal, right? Mm -hmm this sense of new possibility. We mm-hmm. made it through a new year and especially with 2021. Dang. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wanting to get away from everything that's happened, even though we're not completely through it. Uh, we made it through the year. Made we it through a new, the year. A lot mm-hmm. of things are already Changed. starting to change. Yep. Yes. And so there's this sense of hope. And along with that comes a sense of like, okay, with this hope, maybe I can do some other things. I can do some, um, set some of these goals and achieve some things that I really want to. Um, and so I started reading up on goals and productivity just for my own journey. Um, because for my mental health, I really need to focus on being productive in my life, getting my personal life physically organized um and then also getting my um mental health and business life emotionally organized if that makes sense so there's kind of two layers of things going on um but in order to do that, I needed to set some goals. And so I have talked about a productivity program that I've done throughout the Loot the Booty series. Um, so listen to that um, as well if you want to hear more. But being productive for my personality type helps me feel, it helps fill my bucket. 
Yeah. And so then I, I feel better about myself. My mental health is better if I'm being productive. Um, and yeah. so, but Same. because I, yeah, I think it is for a lot of people, but struggling with depression, getting into the mode to even just do one thing has been really hard. And so I've been focusing on just very small day-to-day goals like we were just talking about um as you know because you and I talk daily I you know try to make my bed or Mm -hmm. lately I've been trying to move you know move my body um unload the dishwasher in the morning very small things that you think are super small but actually bring you um or bring me a sense of relief and a sense of joy because that is now checked off my list i don't have to worry about it my physical space is looking better so i'm not anxious Mm -hmm. um etc so do you have similar feelings and goals yeah yeah for sure so for me i am somebody who and of course i don't know the reasons truly behind it but I'm assuming mine is due to anxiety and other things going on in my brain but I'm the exact same same way I need to be constantly like doing something that Mm -hmm. is towards uh, an goal like I don't like doing something for no reason or having it not benefit anybody it does not need to benefit me because uh something that I'm trying to work hard on and uh, like a mini goal for me is doing a load of laundry once a day mm-hmm. and so it seems fairly small but for me it's just I I struggle with it it tends to get where my husband, me, or my son run out of clothes of a certain type. Like, yeah, Brian is like, yeah, exactly. They're like, I don't have underwear. And I'm like, all right, I guess it's time. I I don't want them to have to do that. Like, right. I'm the one responsible for laundry. So they're depending on me. So goal for the year is so far doing a load of laundry. It will keep give me something to do on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And also it it's fulfilling. Like it sounds strange, but ultimately it's fulfilling because I'm providing for my family in a certain way. Absolutely. I do a load of laundry a day as well. And some days I hate it, but I've been doing a lot of reading about mindset and it's, um, for me to think through not, the what I'm doing, but why am I doing it? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, like you just said, I'm providing for my family by doing this. I'm keeping my household running, which for anybody out there that has ever run a household is fucking exhausting. It is. And, but if you put yourself in the mindset of like, this is how I show I care. This Mm -hmm. is how I show my love. This is how I provide then it changes like something shifts anyway for me yeah and um you had done a study about mindset yeah I was just earlier last or not earlier this year last year so last year I was taking so uh, for those that don't know because I can't recall if I I don't think I've discussed it as of yet but um I am attending college currently so something that I'm 
doing for myself. And again, it's another goal that I have because ultimately the end result is for me to get a better job and that makes more money. And then I can provide even more for my family. And, uh, one of the classes I took had us reading, uh, or suggested that we read a mindset book. Mm-hmm. And it totally makes sense because it's definitely the school I'm going to is all online and they're you can tell that they're gearing it towards people who are looking to go back to college. So it's a lot of people who are either midlife or they're already well into their careers and whatnot. So I got it because the lessons that we were learning were like really resonating with me. And so I got this mindset book. Uh, you were there with me when I bought it. And mm-hmm. I have to give it to you because I, I completed it finally. Um, that's another goal of mine. So many goals. But like we said, <laughs> many goals are a good thing. Yep. I would like to read more this year. Mm-hmm. Um, me as well. But and I now, the book. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no. I was just going to say, I finished the book, so I'm going to give it to you. But... It's amazing stuff, like your mindset. It really, like, it really does change the way you feel about Mm -hmm. some day-to-day activities. Yeah, exactly. Like, I have had a complete, like, 180 (laughs) from being the main provider in my household and climbing a corporate ladder to being, like, a stay-at-home domestic goddess. Mm -hmm. Um, And... It's been hard shift, but what I'm trying to do is get in that mindset of like, this is this is how I provide now. Like, yeah, this is my work. So I need to embrace this if I um, and it does bring me joy. So I don't want people to hear like this is the situation I'm in. So I might as well just fucking enjoy it. That's not right. what I'm saying. Like, I want this. I'm enjoying it. I think that I have a purpose to work on that one life and to help my children graduate high school. That's what I think my goals are. (laughs) So, um, graduating high school, that's an important goal. (laughs) Exactly. Well, yeah. And successfully and to feel good about it, Yeah. you know, to help them be prepared to be adults really is what it is more than just graduate high school. See, and that one's the big one. Yeah. Is not necessarily high school, because I agree. I'm definitely somebody who, like, with my son currently, he's only in second grade. But already, I am, this mindset book, oh, man, it helped me so much for last year because of COVID and how James uh, had to be home, not homeschooled, sorry. He went to online schooling, where it was Mm -hmm. basically homeschooling. It's homeschooling, let's just be honest. Right, it's Mm -hmm. just... And I I don't blame necessarily the school systems by any means. It was a big shift for everybody. Nobody is prepared for a global pandemic. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Imagine that. But this mindset book, like it really uh, tells you how like you don't always need to focus in on the good. Like, Mm -hmm. If there's problems, if there's challenges, that's good. Like, you need a challenge. Mm -hmm. It's just how you approach it and how you resolve it is extremely important. Exactly. And so one of the things I wanted to touch on is why reading is such an important goal for Sarah and I both. It's not like a general, oh, I should read more. I'll, I'll read two books this year. No, Sarah and I are hardcore 
readers. Yeah. And for me, because of depression through corporate America bullshit and all of that, I really stopped reading. And um, I've started reading again. And so that's why it's so important for me is like, I used to read a book a week. I, I was yeah. a 52 book a year girl, like set this goal and achieved it multiple years to go from that to not reading. I bear, I don't think I finished more than two books last year and they were like romance filler books is what I call them. They were filler books. Yeah. See, and I was the exact same way. Like I did that 52 challenge uh, with you as well, but I have only completed that one year, Mm -hmm. but it's not like the years before or after it was where I read hardly anything. No, like on a normal basis, I get very close to the 52. The 52 Mm -hmm. for sure was a challenge, but not so much where it was impossible. Mm -hmm. And yeah, last year I I don't even know how many books I completed because it's so minimal. It was insignificant to where I can't recall. And one of them is that mindset book, Mm -hmm. which is completely abnormal for me. I am somebody who loves books to escape realism. And so having the mindset book was completely off base for me. It's not standard you're normally a fiction kind of girl exactly like high fantasy a thousand pages long that's why she could never that's why she's like I always got close to the 52 well you know to be fair (laughs) I have filler books and you're like I'm gonna read these thousand page long which I love as well but I can't read just those I have right you know I read like a little book of hygge last year you know (laughs) and it's like 250 pages but half of them are pictures I get dedicated to the world that these authors are creating so yeah yeah, I'm either somebody who has to have a large thick book so I can really like engross myself or it has to be a series so that way there's a continuation but so you read this mindset book and now it sounds like maybe you're converted you might be reading more of those books and I Uh, feel strange about it because it feels mm -hmm. like you know, growing up, you see mom, our mom read books, but they would always be like those self-help books. And so I feel like I'm turning into an adult, like closer yeah. to what mom has experienced. And it's strange. It's like a higher level of thinking. I think you just get to a point in your life where or you get to a situation in your yes. life where you're like, I think maybe I should reflect on this. And then you're at the bookstore with your sister and you're like, oh, mindset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's go look at those books. And I mean, that's really how that situation happened. You brought up the topic and we were in a bookstore because before COVID, that's where we hung out regularly Mm -hmm. because we are avid readers before 2020. Um, Anyway, so that I I love that story because it's just so organic how all of it happened. Yeah. but mindset is very powerful. And so there's actually a lot of science behind goal setting mm-hmm. in general and what it does to your brain. Um, and so when you actually set a goal, you your brain treats it like it's already been achieved. Interesting. Like that is going to happen. That's why it's so painful when we fail. Mm, And that's why the importance of setting 
realistic goals. Yes. Is so huge because when you fail, you fail hard then because you're already putting it into your brain because what's happening on a like chemical level is dopamine's being released so it's motivating us that's like the pleasure hormone you know Mm -hmm. um it, it also helps us pay attention to things and keep us focused and so dopamine's being released when we set these goals and things like that and then when we want to own something we're investing a part of ourselves into it so it's actually becoming it became a part of me, you know, like it becomes a part of our soul almost like it's integrated with us. No, that's Um, intense. Yeah. And so that's why we need to be responsible for goal setting anyway. So the actual like drugs behind it, the brain function, there's two parts of your brain that are working. There's an Mm -hmm. emotional part and your logical part. So your amygdala and your frontal lobe Mm -hmm. are working together. And the the amygdala evaluates how important it is to you, the goal. And so that's where earlier you had said, oh, you set a resolution and then you don't actually follow through. Yeah, I don't like resolutions. It's because you're interested in it, but you're not really committed. If you set a goal, a true goal in your brain, your brain is going to emotionally assess how important it is to you and then triggers your frontal lobe to define that goal. Nice. And so then both of them to work together to make sure to get you to try to complete it. And so you have to then try to break down the goal into tasks. And that's where people can get stuck. Yes. So, yeah, no, and and that's what's unfortunate, like that is the key part of setting goals is mm-hmm. not only making sure that they're realistic uh, to what's happening in your life now, but also like, OK, great, I've made this decision and I am dedicated to getting it done. What do I do now? Like, where do I go from here? Because ultimately you're going to have to push yourself to most likely step out of the box and to do things that you wouldn't typically do. Uh, And so that a lot of people, I feel like get really like bogged down with the idea of learning something new or going out of your way to take time to really make sure that the steps that you're taking are the right steps or are are they easy? Well, is that like a good thing? Like, should it be easy? And because right. the easy is not always the best. Right. Or did I break it down into too small of yeah, chunks? The and opposite. That, that process is a reflection process. So when you think about, um, and this goes back into my background, but you think about lean management or um, designing processes. And one of the things that you want to do is like you set your plan, you execute on it. um, But then you need to go back and check it and Mm -hmm. adjust it. And that's usually where people stop is they set their plan, they execute and then they fail. But what they realize and Sarah, oh my God. So I just have to share this. I don't think I told you how impactful this was to me, but that mindset book Oh, yeah. um, I'm excited to read it because you shared 
something with me and um, our brother Thomas when we had our Nat One Life retreat. And it was, it might have been after that, but it was about mindset and it was about how athletes, like gold medal athletes, Mm -hmm. um, the mindset that they have to get into. And it was realizing that you have to fail yeah, because it's one step closer to understanding what you need to succeed. Exactly. Yeah. And <clears throat> I can't remember the exact because you read you read the quote to me. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, it was super powerful to me because I was like, oh, my God, like that kind of mindset is life changing. Well, and it honestly it was to me, too, because ultimately I've been somebody who in the past it like feared failure in a certain way like I as I get older obviously I knew like or starting to know how I needed to set more realistic goals because I continued to fail so it's like okay I learned that lesson Mm -hmm. but I didn't learn the lesson that I needed those failures Mm -hmm. like that you think about how everything has evolved and developed it's based on failure and it it was the one success that got us to push forward so yes when I read that it was very it was very important to me too it resonated a lot yeah well and then I think about okay because we also both love Outlander Mm -hmm. (laughs) when Okay, spoiler, if you guys are watching this and you're not current on Outlander, fast forward, like, you know, 30 seconds. When she um, is trying to discover the penicillin mold. Yes. Yeah. Fail, fail, fail. And I mean, it made me think about that mindset as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, how many people now would just give up? Oh, my. I was thinking the same thing when I was watching this show. I was like, How? Not only, like, how is she doing this, but how does she have, like, the determination? I would have been, like, creating a cure? No, thanks. I'm, I was not that person for a reason. But it's, like, she knows, she knows that she has the power to do something bigger than herself. Yeah. And so I think that that's huge in goal setting. Anyway, so mindset. People read about it. Find podcasts about it. Listen to our podcast. And I'll uh, say, uh, mindset will definitely be something that we bring up in this podcast quite a bit, um, especially once you read this book. But the book that I'm talking about is called Mindset, The New Psychology of Success, and it's by Carol S. Dweck. And she's a doctor. She has a PhD. Nice. Carol, if you're listening, hit us up. We should reach out to her, actually. Yeah, that actually might be cool. Tell her how much it impacted you. Yeah. Um, so goal setting, we encourage you to do it. Share what you set for your goals. Any other goals that you have personally set this year, Sarah? Well, I was going to say, we've been talking a lot about all of our goals and whatnot. So I guess just to recap, I to or not only to recap, but to go more into detail about mental health specifically. Mm -hmm. Um, I know last year we were talking about seeing like a counselor and uh, or just finding a professional to speak with. And um, I think this year my goal is to actually take the leap and do that. Um, I think I 
we'll be looking for or reaching out to uh, some offices and getting scheduled. Awesome. That is great. Um, I, myself, in terms of my mental health, um, I have to find a counselor as well. I have taken steps, so I have a lot going on. Listen to our Luther Booty, Homebrew Heels Luther mm-hmm. Booty podcast for more information. I've already taken steps there. And so I do think that getting a grasp on my gut issues is going to help with my mental health for sure. Yeah, I next, agree. Yeah. And the next step after that um, is finding a counselor that takes my insurance. Um And with COVID restrictions in Washington, we're not moving out of phase one anytime soon. It's going to probably be telehealth um, appointments. And so they're virtual appointments, um, which is totally fine. It's just hard when you're interviewing a new person because my counselor after the new year no longer took my insurance. That's so upsetting. Yeah, it just it's rough because... I get it from a business perspective. You know what I mean? Like, right. I, I understand it. But then at the same time, you're like, okay, yeah. well now I've like developed this relationship with yeah. you and I no longer have a counselor. And then you kind of have to start over um, because yeah, they'll, you know, send the files over and everything like that. But reading about what happens in a session versus being in the session is not the same thing. No. And I wouldn't imagine it would be. And mm-hmm. I, I really, have to say that I hope you're um I hope it happens for you like you find somebody quickly that you enjoy um but ultimately I'm think everybody will be interested in hearing like how that process goes like going Mm -hmm. from somebody that you're used to and that you've already made this connection to and then having to try it and recreate that with somebody else yeah and it's gonna be rough because at my point right now in my counseling journey um we've unpacked like recent stuff and so now it's now it's going into like deeper childhood yeah trauma so to build up a relationship for me that that part of me is pretty closed and so it's gonna take some time we'll see i'll share i'll definitely share that's part of what I'm trying to do in terms of baby steps um, with my mental health is just share um, and have more community um, conversations, especially during COVID time. So like uh, making sure one of the things I do every morning is reach out to Sarah um, and another one of my friends, Ashley, who you guys will hear from um, in a interview um, coming up and um, my family and, you know, just trying to reach out and have some normalcy Um, Mm -hmm. that way and create a community uh, to help with my mental health so no and that's awesome so that way when the changes do come maybe they won't be as impactful exactly that's awesome yeah um but that's it so and of course pursuing this more and with our pursuing your patronus really time trying to dig deep um come with us on our journeys and um we're going to be talking a lot i'm sure about books the mindset um different things um articles that we've read things that we're doing like i've been journaling um so get into that a little bit as well yeah and uh, uh for you listeners definitely we ask that you make it your mini goal to continue to listen to our Mm -hmm. podcast and 
we actually have some interviews coming up that are really interesting. So uh, stay tuned. Yeah, I am looking forward to it. Same. Take the pill and use the glove until you have a child of love. A nap one life, a nap one life. You work all day at make no pay and debt is mounting every day. A nap one life, a nap one life.